0: Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Kyle Ferry. Once again, I'm your host, Kyle Ferry. Sorry last week for uh, taking a week off. I had a huge math test I needed to study for. So, you know, sometimes school has to take priority. But, you know, I'm glad to be back and doing another episode here. So uh, let's start with state hoops. Uh, so this week the boys basketball team went 2-0. A, a good 2-0, oh too. Uh, if you look, you know, you got Missouri. That's a game you should have uh, taken care of, you know. Uh, this was last Saturday, so it would have been in last week's podcast, but like I said, took a week off. So, Mississippi State beat Missouri by 24 away from home. Uh, I know that's a huge win for Chris Jann's squad. You know, they, uh, they've they been searching for a win uh, on the road, and they finally got one, so Huge momentum boost for Mississippi State on that one. And then Arkansas, man, was that a nail-biter. Such a fun four quarters of basketball. I mean, Mississippi State had the lead for probably, I don't know, 17 out of the 20 minutes, maybe even 17 and a half out of the 20 minutes. Came down to the wire. Josh Hubbard, huge three. We were down uh, 65-67 with about 59 seconds to go. Josh Hubbard hit a three, put us up 68-67. State walks away 71-67. So they beat Arkansas in their only contest of the week, got a midweek off. But as you look ahead to their schedule, Wednesday, 8 p.m., they, the school from up north comes to town. Uh, that's a late game on Wednesday, and, you know, we got early morning run, but, you know, I'm not going to miss a game, so I'll be there at the hump uh, for a Magnolia State battle. Uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, excuse me, both have the same conference record. At six and six, so this is a huge game whether you know it is Ole Miss or not. Uh, you know this is a huge game for both teams. Winner beats their rival and also takes a step forward in SEC play as we're coming down to the wire now uh, for the SEC tournament. Once again, I apologize. Uh, I have some congestion going on, so I'm trying my best uh, to stay my voice stay clear as I go through this, but. You know, huge game for Mississippi State at home on Wednesday. I'm expecting a really, really good crowd on Wednesday night. And then uh, they travel to Baton Rouge. They play the Tigers of LSU on next Saturday at 7.30. Uh, so a night game again for Mississippi State uh, for this week of hoops. You know, if Mississippi State can go 2-0. That's huge. I think they've won four in a row. Uh, let me look. Three in a row. So we're looking for four in a row. Uh, that would be that'd be absolutely big time for Chris Jans' team. Go to women's basketball. Um, Honestly, not what what you expected from Mississippi State. They go 0 and 2 on the week. Uh, last Sunday, they played Florida at home and got blown out. They lost 90 to 70. After coming off a huge stretch of games where they won five straight, Mississippi State drops to Florida 90 to 70. Tough tough loss. Uh, but you know, if you look at the standings, Mississippi State's fourth. Um, in SEC play, even after going 0-2. So, Sam Purcell's squad is perfectly fine at the moment. Uh, then they traveled to Oxford, lost in overtime by four. Uh, Jessica Carter, definitely not 100%. I saw a bunch of people saying that on social media, no doubt. Uh, but she did foul out with about three minutes left in the game. Uh, we battled through, got it to overtime, and ended up losing 75-71. But this week in women's hoops, we got Kentucky at home on Thursday. Uh Big game for Mississippi State to kind of get back under their feet. Kentucky's 3-9 and nine in conference play, Mississippi State 7-5. and five. We should take care of the Wildcats there. And then uh, we travel to Tuscaloosa on Sunday. The girls will play uh, the Crimson Tide at 4 p.m. So, you know, if you look, uh, Alabama's the same as us, 7-5, and 20-7 overall. So this is a huge, huge game. Uh, that will be a huge game for us on Sunday if we can walk away with a win there in Tuscaloosa. And finally, on Friday, the dude was finally back in town as baseball was hosting Air Force in its first series and opening weekend. Uh, Friday was really, really fun. Um, you know, finally got to meet some people that I met through Twitter and got to be in the left field lounges for a little bit. And that was super, super fun, uh. Really enjoyed meeting everybody, especially Miss Michelle. Shout out uh, to her. She was great. Hospitality was fantastic in left field. And I'm looking forward to it again this weekend. Uh, Baseball this weekend has Austin P. Tuesday and Wednesday. And then they host Georgia Southern uh, weekend series. But uh, Mississippi State won the series 2-1 this weekend. Uh, They beat Air Force on Friday and Sunday, losing... A game that I thought we were easily going to win on Saturday uh, turned out to not be an easy win. We ended up losing it in the top of the ninth, but, you know, overall pitching was incredible compared to last year, so we're on the, if the bats wake up, Mississippi State is going to be a problem in college baseball this year, which they did did wake up on Sunday, so I expect Mississippi State to have a really good baseball season. I know everybody is, I don't know, kind of negative because they're so used to us being so good, but... Uh, I really think Mississippi State's going to have a good bounce back here. I think Limonis is going to get his team back. And, you know, I look for a positive route for baseball this season. And then I would say the unexpected thing that happened this week was the softball team. Mississippi State was came into the season unranked, you know, not really talked about that much. And they have lit up the softball world. Uh, this week, Mississippi State traveled to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. And they played in some, I don't even know, I don't even want to try to pronounce it, some classic invitational thing. And they saw two ranked opponents in Mexico. They saw number, at the time, number 6 Clemson and number 11 Utah. And Mississippi State beat Clemson 6-3. So a top 10 10 team in the country beat them 6-3. Then it's like, okay, are we going to do what you know it's kind of talked about the mississippi state slump you know you beat a good team kind of like girls basketball beat lsu at home then almost lost to kentucky on the road you know it's one of those games where it's like dang it now we got to turn around and play another ranked team can we do it and sure enough mississippi state did just beat utah they blew them out 10 to 2 and then they hosted you sorry they didn't host them but they then their third game of the invitational in mexico they played uc davis they ended up losing that two to one um they lost pretty unfortunately as well. Uh, the fly ball got caught in the sun, couldn't see it, dropped, and uh, UC Davis ended up winning it in the seventh inning. But overall, incredible, incredible performance from the softball team. I'm proud of them, and I, I'm expecting to go this weekend now to softball. And I've been, I went to, of course, the opening day and opening weekend to softball, but you know I didn't expect them to be ranked 18th after the first week. Uh, so huge, huge, huge for Mississippi State softball. Um. So there were no questions this week. I forgot to even look um, because we've got a lot to talk about uh, for the 2023 season. We're just now starting to get into the, you know, behind the scenes kind of things. Uh, we left off uh, Saturday night. I believe it was in October, maybe November. Yeah, November 11th. Um, We left off in College Station where we got beat 51 to 10. It is, it's hard to win in the SEC, um, for sure. I think it's hard to just win, period, in anything. And, you know, now we're getting to a point where we're a successful program. You know, we're on the rise, and, you know, all of a sudden an unexpected death happens. And, you know, the, the program's kind of flipped upside down, in a sense. You know, you're trending in the right direction. You finally got your guy to lead the program. And then, you know, an unexpected death, and you got to kind of restart. We didn't have an AD at the point. And, you know, I credit Coach Arnett. You know, that's a tough position to be in. You know, he's in his 30s. I mean, that's a tough job to take uh, as a head coaching job in the SEC. And, you know, he did what was best for the team and what was best for the program, and that was for him to be the head coach. Uh, I'm not going to say he was underprepared. I wasn't, I'm was. i not going to say he wasn't prepared. But, you know, it was, it was unexpected for him and really for everybody. But in the moment, it was the right thing to do in January. Uh, I, I knew I was happy about the decision, and I could only imagine. So were the other recruits. So I credit him for stepping up. Uh, but on November 13th, Coach Arnett was fired uh, by Athletic Director Zach Selman. Uh, Monday, Early Monday morning, uh, he was fired. And uh, we were alerted about it before it got out into the media of course and I was surprised but at the same time you know I I was just surprised that it happened I thought it was gonna happen Sunday uh, if I'm being honest we all did I think the whole team kind of thought man we're still working out like is our coach even here and you know it's a regular Sunday we know we go about our meetings we go about our film we go about our workout and you know I'm sitting in bed Sunday night and I'm like Okay, so I guess we're going to ride this out to the end of the year then. I mean, I, so that's when I decided, okay, yeah, he's not getting fired. Uh, he's ju- he's just going to ride it out the end of the year, which I was fine with, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe it's best for the program. I'm not in that position for a reason because I'm not qualified to be in that position, and Zach Selman is, and then, you know, I wake up at a 9 a.m. class on, on Monday, so I didn't wake up till about 8.30 I know, it's super late. I jump in the shower and run. Well, actually I scooter. Uh, but, you know, uh I of course wait till the last minute to go to class cuz, you know, why not? And uh anyway, so wake up at about 8:30 and I wake up to a text from Zach Selman, which, you know, you don't really see the athletic director show up on your phone or anything like that, and when you do, it catches your attention very, very quickly. And uh, said, urgent team meeting at 7.30 a.m. today. And so I immediately grabbed my pants. I'm like, oh, great. What did I do? Like, obviously, you know, now it's starting to th- – I'm like, okay. Surely it's got to be because Coach Arnett got fired because it would be D. Will, which is Coach Arnett's right-hand man, director of football operations, it would be him texting us. Uh, if it was like a, a team matter in a sense, if you know what I mean, if it was within our team, like our guys – and so I, I, that's when I started, you know, that's when I found out, okay, yeah, Coach Arnett is gone. And so uh, luckily some of the dudes had 8 a.m.s. So they were up for it. I think there were 12 people in the meeting. One of them happened to be our punter from last year, Keelan Crimmins. So we were alerted by him, you know, hey, Zach Selman was in there. He, he told us they went ahead and parted ways with Coach Arnett this morning. And at the at the beginning of it, you know, in the morning, I was kind of relieved because it was like, all right, we got two weeks left. You know, it's time to win a state championship. You know, you got Southern Miss and you got Ole Miss, both at home, and uh, that's a game. Those are two games you gotta win. Uh, being, being in you know Mississippi, you know you want to win the you want to win the state championship. In a sense, you want to be the best team in the state. And so it was arguably the the two busiest weeks, uh, the two most important weeks of the year. Obviously, you know the next game is always the most important game. And so, it was it was weird because, you know, it's such a, being a kicker such a mental position as it is physical, and so, you know, you get something as mentally, not exhausting, but just taxing as watching your head coach leave, and you know, we, I still haven't heard from the man to this day. The last time I heard from him was Saturday night in the locker room in College Station, you know, telling us, you know, we're going to bounce back from this, you know, we just got embarrassed, but... You know, now we got we got the two most important weeks uh, of the season right now, right in front of us. And then you know, haven't haven't heard from him, haven't seen anything about him. Uh, but you know, I I wish him the best. Uh, I I owe him a lot. Um, he he didn't have to play me. He didn't have to trust me, uh, especially week one. You know, he trusted me to make super long field goals as a young guy, and so. You know those moments I'll never forget. Uh, I owe, I owe him a, a ton of credit uh, for this season and you know for my success. Uh, although I was with Coach Mealy most of the time, you know, he didn't have to kick field goals and you know he he trusted me enough to you know every time we were in a field goal situation, you know it was always talked about. Yeah, we went for it a lot on fourth down, but you know, at the same time we it felt like we were always fighting back. Like we needed seven, we three. Three was fine, but we needed seven, and I understood that, and it wasn't like a disrespect thing. Uh, you know, we had talked about it a few times, but, you know, it was—I'm not going to lie. At the very, at the beginning of it, I was kind of happy, uh, not not because he got fired or anything, but, you know, happy that we get a, a chance to, you know, replenish and restart before, you know, the two most important weeks, you know, get a different vibe about us, in a sense, because we were trending in the wrong direction. I mean— in the last 2 weeks we'd scored 13 points. I mean that's just not going to cut it. And so you know to kind of get this restart, you know, get this energy about us that man all right. Like everything's okay. Like okay, yeah, we just lost our head guy, but we're all still here. We're all still here for a purpose and it's to it's to wear the maroon and white and go win go win the state championship. And so I wish coach Arnett the best and I'm uh have so much respect uh for him and how he carried about his business and you know, uh, but personally, I th- I think it was, you know, in the moment, the right thing to do for us uh, as players. You know, I think we were all – the team morale was really, really down. Uh, it really was. On Sunday, I mean, it was like people were wondering and questioning if we were going to beat Southern Miss. Like, that's a problem. Like, no, no disrespect to Southern Miss, but Mississippi State should beat Southern Miss 10 days out of 10 every single time like no questions asked and so for that to even be a thought in people's minds is definitely concerning and you could kind of see where everyone was and so you know to kind of get this fresh start about us was huge man and I could see just the team morale kind of go up you know a fresh start and you know I kind of I kind of just see it as you know you get in trouble and it's uh you know you get grounded for a little bit and then you get your phone back, and it's like, I'm going to be so much better with my phone this time. I think that was us at practice. Like, man, we're going to be so much better at practice. We're going to be so much more focused now. Like, we have a definite chip on our shoulder. You know, our head coach is gone. Like, how are we going to bounce back? How are we going to, you know, be successful? And so I think, you know, for us, it was it was a good thing. And uh, I, was, I was pretty happy at first. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, now that the season's over, I can really say what I want. And... uh I was pretty happy at the very at the very beginning, and then, as the day kind of went on, you know, I thought about it, and as much as I was happy, I was also kind of like man that that sucks like it it sucks that uh you know the first guy playing college for is already gone, and that now we really gotta flip the coin and go. I mean, we legit play in five days, like we it whether we want to or not, we play in five days, and so uh I, I can't thank Coach Knox enough. Uh, he saved he saved our team. He saved our program. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. And uh, he absolutely, absolutely saved our program. I think everybody was like, I don't know, just not even in it anymore. And that week of practice for Southern Miss was the most fun I've ever had playing football in my entire life. And granted, I've I've won two state championships of football. I've went to the state championship three times. And being four and six in SEC play, being one and six in SEC play, and four and six overall, to have that much fun as we did, that's all credit to Coach Knox. He did, you know, he had great speeches before practice. He got us, you know, excited for our opportunity to play football here. And I think a lot of people weren't, weren't thankful for their opportunity anymore. And he started, you know, making us rethink, man, why aren't we excited to be here? There are millions of people and millions of kids and millions of just, yeah, just people all around the world who would kill to be in our position. And, you know, we got two more football games left, and we get to, we get to decide how those go. You know, we get to decide if we want to lay down and, you know, go 0-2 or if we want to go 2-0. and And so I think Coach Knox really, really did a great job. He talked about, uh, it was 5 a.m. on Monday. He said he got up like normal. I mean, like I said, nobody knew. Like, everybody figured, okay, after Sunday was over, all right, Coach Arnett's staying. He said he woke up at 5 a.m. and, uh, you know, he's on his way to the facility in the car. And uh, Zach Selman calls him and was like, hey, man, uh, you know, I went ahead and parted ways with Coach Arnett this morning and, we wondering if you would step in and be the uh, interim head coach. And he said, without even a doubt, he, he said absolutely. Because he loves this place and he loves this program and he loves us so much that, you know, he was willing to take on a huge role with two weeks to go. Like we said, the two most important weeks of the year, he stepped up. And, you know, I think he really saved a lot of people from leaving this place. I mean, straight up, uh, a lot of people were talking about leaving, a lot of guys – wanted to leave at that point you know you get beat by 40 everyone starts talking but you know it'd been going on for a little while and you know to have as many guys stay as as stayed i mean that's all credit to coach knox i mean that's the bottom line um and so huge huge shout out to coach coach knox he saved he saved our program for real and so you know that week goes on and uh we are 24 hours and you know friday shows up and coach knox is addressing the team, and we had, like, four team meetings on Monday, Uh, actually, you know. You know, no one was at that first meeting, you know, those 12 people. So then we had another meeting at, like, one, and then uh, that was Coach Knox, like, talking to, no, that was Zach Selman talking to the team, and then, you know, then you get another meeting with Coach Knox addressing the team, and so we had, like, literally four meetings that day. And the last meeting was the most special one. Uh, we had you know, Coach Knox addressing the team, and he showed a video of Inky Johnson. He was a DB for Tennessee back in the day, and he went in for a tackle and just completely paralyzed his arm and was no longer ever to play college football again. And uh, now he's a motivational speaker. Inky's a really cool guy. And uh, he showed us a video talking about how when him and his son uh, were on a full-wheeler, it kind of flipped. Well, it didn't kind of flip. It did flip. And uh, his son was thrown off the foot. Both of them were thrown off the full wheeler. And, uh, you know, his wife was out there and she was already pissed that Inky got him, got his son a full wheeler. And so uh, Inky, you know, yelled at his son, hey, get back on it. Get back on it. And so they had this uh, saying before they got on it. He said, all right, we're going to go. You got to watch the video, too. You just look up, go heavy on youtube and uh, you know he talked about you know we have light and we have heavy when i say light you're going to go slow and when i say heavy you're going to floor it and we're going to go and then he had wide and he had thin for turns you know wide and tight sorry not thin tight well ink said wide and his son heard thin and took the turn really thin threw them both off the four-wheeler so you know inky's wife starts yelling at him Inky, I told you, don't get him a four-wheeler. And uh, Inky yells at his son, hey, get back on it. And so his son, you know, bleeding, he's bleeding. And he puts his son back on the four-wheeler and yells at him, go heavy, go heavy, go heavy. And they take off on it again. And, you know, he said, had I not taught him a valuable lesson there about when something throws you off, are you going to lay there and bleed? are you going to get back on it and go heavy? And so, you know, he talked about... It was the most incredible speech I've ever heard from Coach Knox. Uh, He was like, man, we've been... This football program has thrown you off. It's thrown you off. This year has thrown you off. But are you willing to get back on the thing that threw you off, which is this football program, this team, this season, and get back on it and go heavy? And... uh." That got the team ready to run through a wall. I seriously was like, man, I think if we play George on Saturday, I think we might beat him this it was the most like i don't know more like happy morale I've ever seen in that building. you know after that, you know we had a sense of life about us, and uh you know that video was crucial for our season, and then uh the rest of the week went on, and all all he kept saying before every practice was, man, go heavy. You got you got a guaranteed one practice. Go heavy. We're three days away from the game. Go heavy. We're two days away. Go heavy. You know, and that became like the motto, man. Like everybody was just, like, I'm going heavy today. I'm going heavy on Saturday. Like we're finna bring it. And uh, you know, it got it got some juices flowing around around the team. And that's what really got the morale up. That's what made football so much fun again is like coach Knox just talking about us go heavy man was it was pretty epic and uh Saturday morning uh so Southern Miss game was at 11 and uh so we're up pretty early Saturday morning and you know you start seeing Instagram stories of our team Instagram stories of our team you know saying go heavy with a picture of them this season and it started to make me I don't know it made me tear up a little bit uh just because it's like man we're a group of 110 guys who have been through it I I haven't been through it as much as most of that team has losing coach Leach because I never got to play for him but and I'm not trying to say that you know this experience is worse or anything but to see a group of guys battle adversity especially college kids and join together and put on the maroon and white again I mean as disappointing as the season was that's something that I can be dang proud of is that we didn't have a single person, you know, say, Oh, I'm not playing because Coach Arnett got fired or whatever. You know, every guy was bought in to finishing the story. And, you know, to see people saying go heavy on Saturday morning on their Instagram stories, I ended up putting it too. I was motivated by them. I was like, Man, I'm doing this too because I'm freaking going heavy. And, uh, You know, seeing that just, man, it it brought emotion over me. I was like, man, this is about to be the most fun football game of all time. Everyone's bought in probably for the first time since Arizona. And, you know, that was just a super, super weird and cool week uh, to kind of, you know, see us battle back that, not that easily, but, you know, to see us battle back like that was incredible. So I think, uh, you know, we're going to leave off on that. We're going to leave off Saturday morning looking through Instagram stories. And uh, next week we're going to go through the state championship. We're going to go through Southern Miss and we're going to go through the Egg Bowl. Uh, A weird five days for sure, but, you know, we're going to talk about the state championship week and, you know, what, what went into that and what went into Egg Bowl week and all the fun things that happened outside of the field and the fun things we got to do, the fun things we got to experience. So... You definitely don't want to miss it. But once again, I'm sorry about uh, missing last week. But I hope this one was intriguing and made up for last week. And uh, I'll catch you next week right here on Kicking It with Kyle Ferry.